words from the hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. Welcome to church. Uh, when Pimo started earlier, he talked about how lovely and beautiful everyone looks. And I absolutely agree. Um, you are looking really, really good. But you know, sometimes, sometimes looking good can be distracting, right? If you looked at your shoe 10 times this morning, there's a problem. Or maybe you walk to the bathroom, not to use the restroom, but you know, to look at the mirror. And I've gone there more than once, that's a problem. Did I ever tell you how I got missing in church one time? I will tell you. I know some of you are saying, tell me, tell me, tell me. And then I'll use this opportunity, actually. Maybe by the time I'm done, I'll go and sit down. Because the sermon today from the groups, we are really, really, really good. So um, when I was about seven, this was many, many years ago. Actually, no. I'm not that old. I'm not that old. Scratch the many. So some years ago, right? When I was about seven. So I went to church. It was a Catholic church then. Um, and then... Before then, my mom had bought me this safari suit. If you're below the age of 20, don't worry about worrying about what safari suit is. That's okay. All right. Um, it was really nice. And so that Sunday morning, I thought this was the day I would rock this dress. And then I put on the dress and then went to church with my family. And it was an early big church, really big church and lots of people. So we finished and we're about to leave. Um, as I was walking out, somehow I got disconnected from my family because I think I was just looking at myself somehow. You know, if you think I look good now, you should have seen me that day. <laughs> I was awesome. All right. And um, so I was just, dis- I just got dis- I didn't even know what the message that day was. I have to be honest with you. The priest, I'm sorry. You know, wherever you are now. And I just got disconnected and then I was just wandering around and my sisters were looking for me everywhere. Apparently, I needed everyone to see my new dress. By the time they found me, I was looking around like a refugee. You know, I just, I just moved up and down and all of that. It was, it was, it was a really, really, because of the dressing, actually. And so it's good to look good, and, but don't let it distract you. See your neighbor, don't let your dress distract you this morning. All right, is my time up yet? Not yet. I have another story. Maybe by this time it will be over. All right, so there is this little girl. She was probably about four years old. And she was in an art class, and she was drawing something really, really... The teacher walked in and was wondering, what is this girl drawing? And she was just drawing, very busy, four years old. And then the teacher said to her, what are you drawing? And then she was serious, and then she said, I'm drawing a picture of God. She was wondering, how is this possible? Even adults don't even know what God looks like. How is it possible you know what God looks like? Her response was outstanding. She said... They will in a minute when I'm done. And then she continued trying. Now, we may not know exactly what God looks like. We may not know his picture. No one has ever seen God at all. But the Bible provides us clue about who he is. It tells us about his attributes and things that define him. And through these things, we can make up to know what God that we serve. One of those is in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. The apostle John, who had been with Jesus for a while, began to testify concerning God. And he said, God is light. And in him, there is no darkness at all. God is light. And in this God, darkness does not exist at all. The world we live in is growing darker and darker by the moment. 
ignorance, defiance, violence, a whole lot of depression and sorrow, dishonesty, murder. There is just so much. And please don't think it's only Nigeria. It's everywhere in the world, everywhere, even the most civilized of them all. These things are growing and are becoming darker and darker. And the solution can only be found in God. Because God himself is light. These are all representations of darkness. Every single one of them. And God's solution at every single point is to release light. To make his light shine. From the beginning in Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3. In Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 to 3. It says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness filled the face of the deep. And the spirit hovered or moved on the face of the waters. Then verse 3 says, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. There was darkness everywhere on the earth. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Please observe that the first word spoken by God was not let there be love. When he encountered the darkness, it was not let there be hope. It was not let there be faith. It was not let there be food. No, 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 no. The first word spoken was let there be light. And as a result of that statement or declaration, the world has changed since then to today. God's response to the darkness is to turn on the light. That was his response. At every single point in the scripture, when darkness is it, God's response is always to turn on the light. Say to your neighbor, turn on the light. And thousands of years later, God declared the same words again, let there be light through the birth of Jesus. The world will never come to God. There was no way we could get connected back to God, and he sent his only son to die on the cross. How do I know this? Years later, about 30 years after the birth of Jesus, when he walked into the temple and began to declare who he was, his mission on the earth, and to announce himself in Luke chapter 4, 18 and 19, he was quoting the book of Isaiah. And then he read and said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, darkness. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, darkness. To proclaim liberty to the captives, darkness. And recovery of sight to the blind, darkness. To set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. These are all elements of darkness. And Jesus said that his mission on the earth is to bring light. That was why he came to the earth. He declared this in John 8, 12, where he said, I am the light of the world. If any man follow me, he should not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. That's the declaration and the pronouncement he made earlier. Light is a very powerful phenomenon. Darkness is actually not a substance. Darkness is simply an absence of light. When our brother spoke earlier about light, he said that if all of us are shining, then corruption will not exist because there is no way it can exist. There is light everywhere. 
Darkness is not a thing. It's simply an absence of a thing. And that is light. When light shines, darkness is displaced. It cannot exist in the midst of light. I'm really, really thankful for the foundation touched the world. Because its existence is to shine light. For the declaration of that foundation is let there be light around us. And in all our lives, God wants this to exist everywhere we go as Christians. Born again people, we should take on this nature of God. Now light has all kinds of characteristics, but I just want to talk about a few of them. The first is light reveals. Light reveals. I can see you because there is light in this room. You can see me because there is light in this room. So the ability for me to see is because there is light. Now, for someone who wants to sleep, that might not be a good news. There is light here so I can see everything going on. If you walk into this room and it's really, really dark, the first thought is to turn on the light. If not, if you're going to walk from one end of the room to the other end of the room, it's very likely in the dark that you will hit your leg against a chair or a table. So the first thought is to turn on the light immediately. Darkness conceals, but light reveals. Darkness at all times wants to conceal the truth, wants to keep you from knowing what God wants you to do. But light at constant at all times reveals the truth. Have you ever seen someone driving in the dark at night with their headlamps? Maybe the light is not okay. And you find them driving in the road. All they're shouting is Jesus. And they will go to like, Jesus, I just dodged that pothole. Oh, thank God. I just dodged that pothole. You don't need to dodge the pothole or shout Jesus. Just change your headlamps. Once there is light, that is no longer necessary at all. For those of you who have headlamp problems, that's the word for you. Amen. Light reveals and so does God. God is light. He reveals reality. He opens our eyes to see clearly without distortion. He wants the truth of his word to be known. And this is why we cannot ignore the word of God. Like we spoke earlier, you cannot ignore the word of God. Because it is by the truth that you can know what way to go. It's by the word of God that it can reveal to you who you are in God and your position and work on the earth. That's the first one, light reveals. Everyone say light reveals. The second one is light eliminates. Light eliminates. The closer we draw to God, the more we reflect or radiate his light. Light eliminates. Let's look at John chapter 8, verse 12. I quoted that earlier. It says, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the life of light. It's important to study the word of God. The Bible says in John chapter 1 from verse 1 to 5, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was in the beginning with god all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made verse 4 in him was life and the life was the light of man 
and the light shined in darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it darkness cannot withstand light so light eliminates darkness if we all shine in this nation and everyone is shining corruption will not exist if everyone is doing the right thing pollution will not exist at every single point the more we shine the more we get rid of darkness around us and god is saying this morning i am your source and you have to reflect who i am by shining out loud light eliminates everything around us the bible says in psalm 101 verse 105 the psalmist he says thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path darkness cannot exist in the midst of light and keep in mind please that you cannot eliminate darkness with more darkness you cannot remove darkness with darkness that's why suicide is a very disastrous thing because it's using darkness to destroy darkness and it doesn't work we must at all times remember it is light that eliminates darkness the third point light directs when the children of israel were in the wilderness God used light to guide them throughout their path. In Exodus chapter 13, verse 21. This is not a long sermon. Exodus 13, 21. It says, the Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud, and he provided light at night with a pillar of fire. This allowed them to travel by day and by night. The children of Israel were able to travel by day and by night as a result of the provision of light from God. Please observe. It says the Lord went ahead of them. Whatever you're going through at the moment, you need to realize that God at all times goes ahead of you. It doesn't matter what the problem is. The Lord is ahead of you. That's why that problem cannot kill you. Because there is a God who has seen it and knows exactly that you are able to pass through it. And to Paul, he said, my grace is sufficient for you. Sometimes it's not about delivering you from a problem, but about making you stronger. He says, my grace is sufficient because my power is made perfect in weakness. So some troubles need to realize that God has gone ahead of me. As long as you're a Christian, don't worry about what it is. Know that, oh, there's a problem here, but there is a God who has gone ahead. He knows exactly what is going on. He knows how to deal with this. I cannot be moved. I need to remain strong. So he went ahead of them, and he was light by day. By light, he was directing their steps. He was ordering their footsteps. By day, they could move. By night, they could move. The Bible says that when they got into the promised land, there was none feeble among them. Why? Because he was guiding them by light. There was light everywhere, and he was leading them all the way. As Christians, the Lord is leading us. Say amen. amen. And he will continue to order our steps at all times. You don't have to worry about what is going on around you. All you need to do is to trust the Lord, to believe the Lord, to believe in the light of God. The fourth one is light energizes. Say light energizes. Light energizes. This is probably the most dramatic quality of light. Very powerful quality. Light 
impacts life. It activates and it quickens. Light is essentially, without light, plants cannot grow. They enjoy light energy through a process we'll call photosynthesis. We all studied that in biology. Light is so powerful that plants bend towards it. When I was in high school, we did this experiment in high school, if I remember very clearly, and the experiment was to see how plants respond to light. So we'll put, you put a small plant inside a big box, a carton, and then you seal it off, make sure there's no light entrance anywhere. And you go to one of the corners of the, of the box and then open up a small hole. And then we kept it there over time, so there was enough water so that the plant can actually survive and not die. But what we observed is this. Over time, the plant was tilting towards the light. It kept tilting gradually. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, a random thing. It was very, very gradual. But light kept responding and kept tilting and kept tilting and kept tilting towards the light. What am I saying? Light is a powerful thing. Everything tilts towards it. When you shine as light, believe me, everyone will start tilting towards you. Those who have issues will start responding to you. So sometimes if you're wondering, how come I don't have a friend? Maybe, maybe you're not shining enough. Ask him and he'll tell you he is overwhelmed because at all times he is shining. So that his all hands is full day and night. The more you shine, the more you will see the bending of things towards you. And God is expecting us to shine like the light. He wants us to be like the light that he himself is actually releasing unto us. Say amen. Don't be afraid to shine in your office. Don't be afraid to shine around yourself. If you run a business, don't be afraid to be the light. I remember some years ago, uh, a few years ago, when uh, the dollar prices was fluctuating, moving from one something to, to 500. And then I run a bakery with a friend of mine, and we observed that our raw material prices had either doubled or tripled. And something you are buying at 12,000, all of a sudden is about 42,000. I wonder what is going on. And then everything was just changing to the point that literally the margin was just completely gone. And we're wondering how do we solve it? We're having constant meetings, trying to review strategies and all of that. But one thing that we said to ourselves is this. Any day that it will come to the point where we will use substandard product, we will shut down. We've spent some crazy amount of money in the setup. This was just a year after the setup. And we've spent some tens and tens of millions. And we said any day it comes to, oh, let's use bromate. Let's use saccharine. That day is a day we will shut down the business. Why? Because we cannot exist in the midst of darkness and be dark at, at the same time. We said, no, this is not going to work. And by the grace of God, he sustained us throughout the process. Light shines in darkness. And it's important that we continue to shine. Let your business shine. Don't behave like everyone else. Believe me, there are lots and lots of bakeries that are using a whole lot of things. Sometimes when I see people buying bread, I'm wondering only if you know what you're eating right now. There are so many things going on. And then it's important that we shine and reflect the glory of God. Jesus said in Matthew chapter two, uh, 5, verse 16, Let your light so shine before men 
that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it says, But you are a chosen people, generation for the King James Version, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. You are a chosen generation. It is important to God that you shine. It is important to God that you reflect his glory. It is important to God that every single time you are not concealed, like my brother said, and then you get fat. We can't do that. You have to shine like light. You have to become the salt of the earth. Say to your neighbor, it's time to shine. Say to your neighbor, it's time to shine. Don't worry, even if they don't like you, say it's time to shine. Hallelujah. The more we draw closer to God, the more we shine. So the more we draw closer to God, the more we shine. Let's see an example of that in Exodus 34. Exodus 34. Verses 29 and 30. Exodus 24, 29 and 30. It says, When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hand, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant and they were afraid to come near him. The King James Version says his skin, the skin of his face shone. The Message Version says the skin of his face glowed. It was radiant. It was very clear that this guy has been with the Lord. The more we draw closer to God, the more you are going to shine. Why? Because he is the source of light. Remember, he is the light and we are reflectors of him you can't shine on your own that's why it's dangerous to stay away from god because you cannot shine on your own you don't have the capacity as a human being it is god who gives us the light we must take our prayers very seriously pray every day we must not forsake the assembling of ourselves together don't stay at home when others are gathering because power is being released. Grace is being released. A pastor was listening to a pastor one time, and he said that there was someone in his house, I believe that was the wife that he was talking about, and they said that, you know, she was going through a problem, an illness. But in the house, they've prayed and everything, but that thing did not go. But guess what? They came to the church, and during one of the ministrations, the sickness instantly left. Why? There was power at that particular service. Sometimes when we ignore and think, oh, I can do Christianity on my own, it's not always that easy. And it's not always that fun. But when we are together, the light of God shines greatly. And the power of God illumines our heart. If you want to glow, draw near to God. Say to your neighbor, if you want to glow, draw near to God. Draw near to God. Don't stay away from God. Hallelujah. So remember, God is light. Light reveals, light eliminates, 
light directs and light energizes. The power of light cannot be overestimated. Let our light so shine before men that we might glorify God at all times. We're going to pray this morning. And our prayer is, Lord, let me reflect your light. Let my life reflect your light. I don't want to walk alone. I don't want to be alone. I want to be a reflector of who you are. God is light. Let my life shine this week. You may ask me, what's the will of God concerning my life this week? He wants you to shine. He wants every darkness around you to cease. He wants you to do what Jesus did when he was on the earth. The Bible says, how God anointed Jesus, who went about doing good. He went about shining as light. As we go about this week, say, Lord, I want to shine. Let every darkness be displaced by light. Let every darkness around me cease to exist. Let every darkness around me never come close. Say, Lord, this week, make me shine. This week, let me respond to you who is the source of light and let me shine myself. The Lord is my light and my salvation, according to the psalmist. Begin to declare that upon yourself now. Say, Lord, you are my light. And this week I will shine. 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 Say, Lord, let me shine this week. Lakusa ile kora kepra ima sekata lepra nimahan. Ray la kuse toka lepra lima te. Rike sipre koma hala toka reka sepra luma runa se. Rike tolaka pra ima te kala pra nima kuse toka runa se. Rekule teka lepra kima reka saham pra like tora pra nimahan. Lise kuto le kamarate. Father, you are the source of our light, O oh God. May we shine this morning, O oh God. And for the rest of our lives and our families, O oh God, may we reflect your glory. May we reflect your grace. May we reflect your power, O oh God. Lord of heaven, let your grace shine, O oh God. Rile kuse ila toka reka marusika tora hampra liran. Lema kuse toka like tora kapra like sehin. I want us to pray this prayer together. Say, Father, grant us the ability to walk in the light. You who are the great light, shine upon our darkest lives. Break through the darkness and teach us how to become the kind of person you intended us to be. May we respond to your light. May I respond to your light. Like plants seeking the sun. Opening, unfolding, bearing fruit for your namesake. We ask this in the name of Jesus. And everyone say amen. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. 
Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org. 